Welcome to 40 Years to Freedom Podcast. You're listening to Jen and Britt. How you doing today, honey? I'm doing good. It's sunny out. I'm happy. And it's Friday. Friday. Fridays are my favorite day of the week. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It is Friday and I'm stoked that we're almost, I'm almost at least done for the day here for work, wrapping it up. And this is going to be a fun podcast. So I'm going to let Brittany, this was Brittany's idea. I'm going to let her talk a little bit about what we're going to do today. Um, I'm excited. I just thought I heard something on the radio the other day and it was like rapid fire questions and it like people were just trying to get to know each other a little bit more. And you and I know each other well, but like maybe our, our listeners don't really know very much, but they're also like fun questions that kind of just get you thinking or make you laugh. So I thought it'd be something good to do. So when I put my question list together, I... I think it's funny because you're like, we know each other so well. I didn't actually know any of this about you. Okay. So it's going to get me to know you on a whole nother level, which is exciting. Okay. I love it. Here we go with our rapid fire podcast. The first one ever on 40 years to freedom. How how does it start? Do we say one question at a time? I go, you go, I go, you go, or however we want to do it. Do you want to do like two questions? Well, let's just do back and forth because sometimes I might want to ask, like, if you ask me a good question, I might be curious too. Perfect. All okay. right. So you guys can get to know us a little bit more today. Um, I will go first. So if you, Brittany, had to be a Disney character, which one would it be? Oh, my goodness. I don't know anything about Disney. Um, How do you not know anything about Disney? You're a girl. Like, I hate cartoons. <laughs> and I'm going to have to learn now that I have a daughter because exactly. she's going to want to be a princess. But um, I love Beauty and the Beast, so I'd like to be Belle. That's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Do I, what I about you? I, <laughs> um, I think I would want to be Cinderella because Prince Charming comes at the end, right? Okay. So, Love and I that. feel like Cinderella is kind of like my life, right? Okay. I'm always taking care of everybody and <laughs> like cleaning up after everybody. So I would be Cinderella, even though I love the little mermaid more than anything uh but i hate the ocean so i think that would terrify me yes i do i'm ocean scary yeah all right your turn um uh, what's your middle name my middle name is ann okay jennifer Jennifer ann i didn't know and if i was in trouble when i was growing up it it was Jennifer Ann Crane. My mom would scream from across the house. Uh-huh. And it's funny because Amber still does it to this very day. Oh, cute. Yeah. So, um, Are you named after anybody? Like, is that a family name? I'm pretty sure it's like my dad's aunt's name. But I think there's a lot of girls in my family who have the middle name Ann. I think I just spell it with an E. So mine's a little bit different than everybody else's. What about yours? <clears throat> my middle name's Kay. And I am named after my aunt Sheila Kay, um, who passed away when she was like 16. So my nice. mom's sister. Both boys are named after my brother and uh, David's brother. Okay. So it's uh, Caden Christopher, who's David's brother, and then Gavin Anthony, who's my brother. Okay. So so funny. Veda's middle name is Ryan Renee, and that's Brad's brother and my sister's middle name. So cute. We just put it together. So cute. All right. What animal would you be in another life? Ooh. Um, I would be a cheetah because people fear them and they're fast and they're majestic and beautiful. A cheetah. And they have 
pretty coats. Exactly. They're beautiful. Or they would make a pretty coat. <laughs> that was kind of dark, but. <laughs> okay, I'm calling PETA. <laughs> what would you be? I would definitely be a lion for sure. I would be a lion. Is that because you're a Leo? It's because I'm a Leo, but lions are like king of the jungles, uh-huh. right? So like, and they're so, even the, the female lions are so like family oriented and they do all yes. the work. Like, I feel like that's a very good representation of who totally. I would be if I was an animal. I get it. I love it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, What's under your bed? <laughs> what's under my bed? Uh, well, suitcases, empty suitcases is where I store I have under my bed so I store them all under my bed because they're big and bulky and my bed's really high mm-hmm. so you have to kind of jump to get into it I love that and um, I have a lot of room under there there's random boxes of of pictures I think like all like things I've been saving my whole life are kind of under my bed too okay what about you um just uh well I have like a clothing rack like a wardrobe rack and um veda's bassinet because i'm running out of room to store things you know and so if i have another baby oh you're gonna keep it (laughs) you never know got it uh if you had an unlimited supply of one thing what would that be unlimited supply of one thing um oh that's a good question um wine Wine. I freaking I love wine. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and I hate having to go get it when my wine fridge is getting low. Well, you don't have to. You could just call Total Wine and they'll deliver it to you right after they come by That's my house. That's I hear. What's your favorite pastime? Like, you know, you just have extra free time. You have you want to do something. My favorite pastime? Like, of what things I've done in the past? No, or? like pastime. Like, you have free time, um, you know, and it's just something you enjoy doing. Like, um, kicking back honestly my favorite thing to do is nothing oh that's like funny. if i have time uh-huh. to do nothing i'm gonna do nothing same and people make fun of me all the time like chad says it he's like you never go out or you never this my favorite place to be is home and my favorite thing to do is nothing like i don't like overwhelming and we've talked about this mm-hmm. overwhelming my schedule for the weekend because then it's like i i feel committed to things that I don't necessarily always want to do. Mm-hmm. And then your weekend goes by in a flash. Like mm-hmm. I feel like last weekend we did so much. I did so much at least. And then all of a sudden it was Sunday night and then I'm just mad. And mm-hmm. I'm just Same. like, oh, I have to get ready for the work week. And yes. it was a busy week. I knew it was going to be a busy week. So my favorite thing to do is nothing. I, I 100% that's my favorite. I almost get anxiety like as my calendar, my social calendar starts filling in. Like Wednesday, we're here. Thursday, we had plans. This weekend, you know, and I start to be like, oh my god, I'm doing too much. I just don't have any time to do nothing, and it makes me sad. And then Sunday, I'm like mad, real mad, if I didn't have like that little bit of time to recharge. Yeah. Um, So doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, I have to do out of my two days off a week. I have to do a day of no commitments, nothing. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily nothing. I shouldn't say that. Unless it's something like like if it's on the the, yeah exactly, and you feel like cool, I want to go. Yeah, like if Amber and Jason call me and they're like, let's go to brunch or let's go to breakfast. And I'm just like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then it just continues on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But what I have like this weekend, I'm supposed to go to a birthday party on tomorrow night. And I want to go because I want to support this person because I've always loved them so much. But at the same time. Like, I don't really want to go. Because it's your free... It's, it's the one you're un- Yeah, yeah I exactly. Get I totally so, get that. Um, I think <clears> it's my turn. 
If your life was a story, what would be the title? Holy smokes. You said you had fun questions. This is hard. Um, my life was a story. What would be the title? It would be... You just don't do, know what to expect. Do, do, do. That'd be the title? Yeah. You never know what you're going to expect. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. Exactly. Aren't we all? Yeah. Exactly. Do you have a title? Uh, my title? Hmm. My title would be It Is What It Is. Okay. That's, that would be my title. Okay. That's like, like my Ooh, life can I motto. Mine? Yeah. Mine would be Life Goes On. And I have that tattooed on my body because it's true. Life, no matter what situation, no matter what happens, the day changes, the month changes, the season changes, life goes on. No matter what happens, always moves forward. I don't want to change the subject on our um, podcast, but I did just get this. Uh, it was a reel that my sister sent to me, actually. And it was about the new tattoos that are going around that say, let them go. Let go. Or let go. Or let them. Let them. Mm -hmm. it, it just says, let them. Or yep. I want it. I want it too. Let's go do it. Let's go do it on Friday the 13th. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's another one of those. <laughs> Never again. Well, um, but I really have thought about that tattoo because there have been people that have not wanted to be a part of my life and I can't dwell over it. If they yeah. don't want to be a part of this, then it's, it's okay. Let them. Let yeah. them leave. Yeah. And it was cool because it was a whole poem I saw attached to it. Like, and it, it, it was beautiful. I wish I would have saved uh -huh. it, actually. What about It's but All Happening? It's what? It's All Happening. It's All Happening. Penny Lane. <laughs> Favorite movie. We're really changing Ever. the subject. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Now your turn. Okay. Um, I'm kind of popping around my list a little bit. Um, would you rather marry for money or love? <laughs> So this is a subject around here a lot. And at this point in my life, I'm looking for comfortable. So as much as I want to marry for love, I need to be more comfortable at this point in my life. Like I'm looking for someone else to actually finally take care of me. Yes. So I hate to sound like I'm this gold digging bitch because I'm not. But, that doesn't but at mean the same that. time, I am looking for f financial stability. So th yeah, right? that doesn't, that's not bad. It just means you're looking for somebody who is, has, is capable of taking care of themselves and, and you. Yeah. I'd ask you the same question, but we all know you got into this family for the money. <laughs> Just kidding. I, just I was kidding. lovesick over Brad. Yeah. God forbid I ever have to get married again. It would it'll probably be more financial. I love that I was part of like the whole beginning of Brad too. I know. Because I remember going from this crap it wasn't even a crappy apartment, it was actually a really cute apartment. I loved my apartment. But the, this little tiny apartment to all of a sudden you never being there and all of a sudden he was at every event and we went to Mexico and you wanted to bring no, you did bring him to uh -huh, Mexico. Uh -huh. There was another wedding, though, that was in between there. Was it Shelly and Vinny's? I didn't bring him to Shelly and Vinny's. He wasn't ready to meet the friend group. And after I got home, he was so sad he didn't go because we had such a great time. Um, but that, that was, was still great... very early on in our relationship. And that would have been a lot. You're going out of state to a wedding where you're sharing an Airbnb with all these people you don't know. Yeah. But now all these people are like his best friends. So he regrets that. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So this is a fun one. Okay. Name the first word that comes to your mind. Balls. Oh my god! I don't know why. I thought that. What the that was terrible. Oh my that goodness! That was so much pressure, and oh I started god. thinking the ABCs. 
That was good. Okay, well, we know what's on your mind Not today. at all. Maybe it was what was ha- happening in the pool just now. <laughs> oh, boy, that's good. Right. What about you? One, two, three, go. Beer. Okay. I don't know why. Probably gonna probably because i'm drinking a, a this is like a girl beer i'm so weird about the beer thing right now because of everything that's going on and that's in the one world. of their beers is it yeah well it was here in the fridge so yes i always drink normally mexican beers and there's never like coronas or right. pacificos right. here like that's i would drink a modello over anything oh i love modello i love modello too mm. and you know how i get them now how? so if i go to the mexican restaurant that's right around the corner that i love so much which uh-huh. we need to go to there for dinner one night yes. because you guys haven't been there yet yes i love that the, and they love me and my family but they i asked for a modello with a tahine rim mm. so they put that tahine mm-hmm. salt on the rim love with that. a lime so it's like salty Ooh. spicy the whole time oh the only thing you can't do though because i learned this the hard way is you can't put the tahine straight into the beer if you're drinking like coronas like i showed up at amber and jason's or it was modellos i showed up with a case of modellos and i was pouring the tahine right in it and it makes it foam up so oh. you have to be careful with that one okay but, gosh i love tahine in my modello me too i like it on my bloody mary mm. yeah mm. okay your turn is it my turn this is fun i know see um <clears throat> what is the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to you uh i would say david dying totally. david dying would be the most traumatic thing that's happened to me personally even though i Which... felt like it was almost expected like right. i hate to say that no but you know? losing your husband you but never like know going through that it, because i was there yeah. when it happened Planning like i literally was there mm-hmm. and then that i know i podcasted about this this is the uh, the third the fourth podcast the part two of my story that drive home i don't remember i don't know how i got home like i was in this weird daze mm-hmm. the entire time and all of a sudden i'm in front of my house like right. i could have ran over 12 people and not even i mean i would have realized it no but, but i know what you mean you know what i mean yeah it's a blur yeah so that was the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to me in absolutely my life. and what? like leaving without him and knowing he won't ever and then having to go home and tell my children because they were sitting at home and they didn't know yet they didn't know mm. And then I went home and I told them, and then that's when I texted all of you girls. Mm -hmm. I know, I see. But I texted all of you girls, and that's like, again, I know I've already said this in a podcast, and I've been listening to them. Like, I listen to every one of our episodes, and Mm -hmm. I notice that I start to repeat my stories a lot, so I'm trying not to as much, but Mm -hmm. this was at the very beginning of the podcast. But the second call I made was, well, not the second call. Like, I had to call family. Mm Mm-hmm. But once I got home and I talked to the boys and we had our moment, I texted all of you girls like we had a group chat going Mm -hmm. and I'm saying within 30 minutes, all of you guys were there. Yeah. And we had this night where we all sat around the fire and Mm -hmm. we went through like eight bottles of wine Mm -hmm. and we ordered pizza or you brought pizza, Mm -hmm. something like that, like that. I needed that so bad in my life. Like at that moment, like I needed that. I needed my, my, my core group of women. I remember you were at work. Mm -hmm. I left. Yep. Yeah, I everybody left. Yep, Shantae was in the middle of doing someone's lashes. Yeah. Uh, Shelly, I think, was in the middle of doing a haircut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen was doing, you yep. know, life too. Like yep. everybody yep. just walked away and came and was there for me. And that couldn't have been more of a blessing totally. for me. So what Absolutely. about you? Um, The most traumatic. Um, My best friend's little sister fell off my third story balcony in the middle of the night. And, um, that was by far the most traumatic thing I experienced personally in my life. Um, I thought 100%, 
backstory i moved into this apartment that you were just talking about Mm -hmm. and i lived by myself and we went out for a girl's night and my best friend couldn't come so her sister was nearly single i was nearly single we just went out had a good night came home put her to bed i got in bed um i didn't have air conditioning so my balcony door was open and um all of a sudden i heard a loud crash or something like i heard just this loudness that made me wake up and um I was disoriented, new house, new sounds, drinking. Um, I walk into my living room confused and she wasn't there anymore. So I go to the front door and my front door was still locked from the inside. So I was like, what the hell? So I walked straight to my balcony and she was literally laying on the ground, passed out three stories down, like in a movie, like flat on the ground. So that was 100% the most traumatic thing. She's fine. She's alive. She, the balcony below us, she thankfully hit with her pelvis like her crotch it saved her life um but she had a broken shoulder blade a broken pelvis she was in a neck brace for six weeks but having to call my best friend and be like your little sister we're going to the hospital right now like it was so traumatic so 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 traumatic i remember that um but she's a sleepwalker we didn't know and alcohol makes your adrenal the sugar pump your adrenal glands and that's what help makes you sleepwalk sometimes so now we know and sherry's on a leash yes when she goes to bed yeah it was very very oh my very God, for days on end because Me i remember too. but this was years ago and she's healthy and happy and we can laugh about it now but it took a little while sometimes when we're together i just play that like country sleep she's been sleepwalking <laughs> so oh just to lighten goodness. the mood oh my goodness but oh. at the moment so traumatic yeah What's the most interesting thing in your purse or wallet? Most interesting thing in my purse or my wallet? My ministry card. <laughs> you keep it with you? Yeah. What if I <laughs> need to do a wedding it. on the go on the fly? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, uh, uh, you get in a special club? Because if so, I need to keep well i did just do a wedding i'm about to do another so it's in my wallet right now and my wallet's not too interesting so (laughs) what about you uh well there's a couple things in my well the crazy thing is is i haven't changed purse and i have a very nice purse that i haven't even taken out of the bag yet that i got in new york uh and moving over a purse is a big thing for me right like it's a big deal it's a commitment so i still have my old purse in the same exact place that i left it with intentions to do it but i still have been wearing the purse that i wore that i bought just for new york so it's like over the shoulder you know like crossbody right little tiny one so there's no wallet there's no nothing like that in there in that purse i keep i fly a lot these days and i keep the delta airlines uh, they have their own headphones uh-huh. and I keep them in there. Cause sometimes <laughs> when I fly, they don't have them yeah. to offer them. And then you could listen for, for watch movies and stuff like that for uh-huh. free. So that's in my little crossover bag. But I would say the most interesting thing that I have in my wallet, which again, I have not moved over cause it's uh-huh. still in the old purse to go into the new purse. Eventually when I break that one in, we went, when I went to Jack Daniels with Chad two years ago, there is this man named Kevin. They call him Kevin the Barrel Man. And he's the most amazing, gentle soul human uh-huh. that you've, you'll you ever meet. And he, he had a conversation with me one night, actually every single day. But one night he handed me this coin. It's not really a coin. It's more of like 
it's just a logo so it says number seven on it like mm-hmm. the jack daniels like, uh-huh. number seven yep and he makes them and he hands them out to everybody and then he tells them i'm giving you this so when i die you come back to my funeral this will be your ticket to get in okay and so that's in my wallet okay and i mean it's weird but yeah. i mean it's still cool i think um no i think that's really cool and i love that he is like you can't come unless you have a ticket you yeah, know, and, and I personally gave it to you, so that's exactly okay. I like so I would that. say that's the most interesting thing I think in my wallet. I also have a gift certificate, and I really, I don't, I'm not quite sure if Miranda listens to this podcast, but she gave me for like three, like three years ago a gift certificate for a tattoo company in Reno, and I still have it in there. Well, let's go get our let like let them tattoo. let's do it. Okay. Like there's a handful of tattoos that like that are still on my tattoo list, but love it. it's still sitting in there. And every time I, she's like, have you used that certificate yet? And you I'm better like, before like the person moves on or whatever. You right? know, I know. I mean, it might not even be good anymore. Um, have you ever been caught doing something you shouldn't in public? In public? No, never, never in public. I've been I've been caught doing things before, but never like in public. Okay. I don't think I have either. I mean, like, it's not a story for this podcast. <laughs> I think years ago when I was in beauty school, actually, that's not true. So yes, I'll tell my yes, story too. Yes, I will. And I get again. I mean, you guys, this is a podcast about getting to know us. Years ago, I was still in beauty school, and we were partying at roxy's which okay. we talked about mm-hmm. two podcasts ago right and one of the, i was partying with one of my teachers mm-hmm. and him and i went out into the the garage the parking garage and we were smoking a joint <laughs> and whisper. the security guard was like hey 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 and i panicked uh-huh. like i panicked because that wasn't a situation i would normally do totally. in a situation like that right. like and i literally like took my coat off ran through the casino like we (laughs) split ways because people were following us and then like i kind of like tried to change my outfit and then i sat back down at the table we were at and then just like sat there and then you were probably um, paranoid paranoid the whole entire time i was gonna go to jail especially because this was before it was legalized or anything like that (laughs) i mean we're talking this was like 12 years ago yeah it was like 12 years ago but yeah, I mean, I guess that would be the 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 only thing I've ever gotten caught doing in public. What about you? Um, I was like a senior in high school, and my boyfriend and I at the time like pulled off the road because you know you're trying to find privacy when you're a teenager. Oh <laughs> we were in the back seat of his grandma's car, not really paying attention to our surroundings, and two cops knocked on the window, and they were like, "Uh, what are you guys doing?" And my boyfriend at the time was like, oh, nothing. We're, we're fine. And they, they pulled me out of the car to make sure, like, I was truly fine. Okay. And, like, I was not, like, getting molested or something or whatever. Um, and that was humiliating. I was, like, got back in the car. I'm like, let's go. Drop me off. I was, like, <laughs> so humiliated. And they're like, they're going to call my parents. <laughs> I just was embarrassed that anybody, like, we just thought we were on a desolate road off the Mount Rose Highway. But, nope, cops were there. <laughs> looking for a dead body probably no, I'm just kidding. That's what I, I think say. that they thought like i was like getting raped or something so this one isn't on my list but uh-huh. it just made me think of that uh-huh. so when you see when you see a bag on the side of the road what do you think is in it money 
Really? Every time I'm like, that was probably money. I should have stopped. But sometimes like a garbage bag, you think it's full of money? No, no. A garbage bag, I think it's a body. But like if I see like a fanny pack or a backpack, I think it's money. Really? Yeah. But a garbage bag, I'm always like, it's got to be a dead body. That's what I think too. I 100% think it's a dead body every single time because I watched way too much like forensic files and CSI and all that kind of stuff. So it's always a body. So one time I was on a trip and me and my mom were driving to LA. We travel LA a lot when I lived in Truckee Mm -hmm. um, because my family, my aunt had a house in Malibu. So we would make that drive Uh probably every couple months. And when we were on the 99 one time, there was a bag and I'm like, just randomly to my mom what do you think is in those bags and my mom looked at me dead in the face and she says it's a bag of puppies <gasps> and i was like you are the oh darkest person i know she's like i've always thought every around. time i see a bag on the side of the road it's a bag of puppies oh and i'm like God. what happened in your life yeah you i'm like That's me i mortifying. think it's like someone's head or like body <laughs> parts think, or yeah. whatever which is way more distorted toss. right for sure but, but here's puppies. my mom is like it's a bag of puppies they're Someone innocent <laughs> so dark that's really funny okay your turn um have you ever been in a physical fight yes do tell so again going back to my past uh we i was at my house and uh three girls showed up at my house to have a confrontation with me and one of them had a major issue with me and i was like okay i just got out of the shower literally answered the door in a towel Uh threw some boxers on and a tank top I'm like, okay, let's go outside. And we went outside and we brawled for like 10 minutes straight, like 10 minutes. And there's other, these other two girls there. And I kept thinking that they were going to jump in on it and they never did. But that was like my fear. Uh But I mean, it went on for like 10 minutes to the point where the the girls finally were like, okay, that's enough. Right. right. Yeah. And I had a black eye. Like it was all swollen and. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, I grew up with a sister and you heard the story, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we used to fight all the time. So um, no, I've been in like um, altercations where it's like, for some reason, a lot of girls wanted to fight me growing up and I don't know why, because I am always been like a girl's girl, um, but some girls don't like that. And there's like bullies, you know, um, but no, I did get into a one really big fight with my cousin once and we were just like arguing and it was getting heated and I threw my digital camera and it fucking, excuse my language, dinked her like right in the head. And she grabs me by the back of the hair and just starts opening and shutting my bedroom door, like on, on my your head, head <gasps> as hard as she oh could. <laughs> and then as soon as I like got free from that, like we just went at it to the point that our dads had to like peel us apart. I think my sister has a similar story with the same cousin where our dads had to peel them apart but yes that that i think <laughs> i can't think of any more but I a lot like of close calls where it was lots of close lots. calls for me too yes like at, i think that's more because of the area i grew up in because there were so many i mean gangsters the girls were always trying yeah. to start fights and i would try and avoid it as much as possible mm-hmm. but tom here i think because we just had this long conversation about ex-boyfriends and i pulled mm-hmm. mine up oh yeah on facebook and showed him and now he's like jen i just don't want you to he's like, like don't ever mess with jen he's all he literally he's <laughs> just like i just don't want you to sick any of your old boyfriends on me and i'm just like i don't want to talk to any <laughs> yeah. of my old boyfriends let's be honest but i think that the vision of everyone here that they think that i've been in a ton of fights i guarantee i can take care of myself if the situation 
came around, mm-hmm. but I've only been in the one. Besides, me and my brother actually used right. to always kind of like wrestle right. around and fight like that. But that was it. I had these girls show up to my work when I was 16. I used to work at Cattleman's. It's a steakhouse in Washoe Valley. And um, I was like cleaning up for the night and I saw all three of them leaning against my car. And I was like, I ain't going out there. <laughs> like, I'm not prepared for this because it caught me off guard, you know. So um, we went out there and my boss walked me out. And it just went into this, like, screaming match where he was like, if you guys don't leave my property, I'm going to call the cops. Because he was for sure it was going to, like, actually fight. They were just, like, mean girls. They're like, you looked at my boyfriend. And I'm like, I don't even like your boyfriend, trust me. But you know how it goes when you're young and catty. Girls are crazy. Yeah. They are crazy. Mean girls. Yes. Okay. Favorite holiday? Ooh. um, My favorite holiday is the 4th of July. Really? Yes. I love everything about the 4th of July. I love fireworks. I love, like, the family get-togethers, the party, the barbecue. Um, it's hot. You're by the pool or you're at the lake. Um, it's right after my birthday, so my birthday's always kind of been celebrated with that. Um, I love America, so 4th of July. Nice. You? My favorite holiday is Halloween. Okay. And it, it, the thing is, it's kind of gotten away from what it was my whole life. But my house was, my family would always have like, Christmas was always at my aunt's house and Easter was always at this aunt's house. Halloween was always at our house. Okay. And we would do this big Halloween party and I'd always have like a Halloween party with my friends too. Not necessarily on Halloween at a different, like a different day, Mm -hmm. but we would celebrate Halloween like all month long. But the Halloween parties that we would have at our house were cr- like I remember them like, like they were yesterday and cool <laughs> so my uncles would all stand on top of the roof and they had fishing poles with fake spiders on them and they would drop them on okay. the trick-or-treaters and scare the crap out of the trick-or-treaters and I remember one year I lived in this canyon in Los Angeles and there was all kinds of creatures there I mean mm-hmm. we had mountain lions and coyotes and snakes and Amber never spent the night at my house ever growing up when we lived in that house she'd always have to get picked up in the middle of the night because she'd be so scared because she'd mm-hmm. hear coyotes or whatever uh-huh. but this was right after a Halloween party and my mom and I are cleaning up and there's we would decorate the whole entire house like the whole entire house would have stuff and my mom went to grab what she thought was a fake spider on the sliding glass door that was in the back. And it was a giant real tarantula because we <gasps> had tarantulas there. And I'll just never forget that moment. I would have never stayed at your house either. So I understand, Amber. <laughs> I remember the exact time, too, where she finally and by this time, my mom and I had already moved out from my dad. And we had our own house. And one time she actually stayed the whole entire night. And we were so excited the next day. We were like, you made it. You did it. You actually made a whole entire night. We were like 16 at that point. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Have you ever broken a bone? I have broken my toes a lot. That's one thing I've broken a lot of. Because I'm so clumsy that if I'm, I'm and I'm always barefoot, especially at home, uh-huh. I always like nick the corner of a table with like my little toe oh, to the, the point. It's the, so bad. It like angers me. Yeah. That now when I look at my toes, like they're kind of funky uh-huh. because I've done it so many times. The both little toe, the both little toes on each foot and then both of the second toes, the second to last toes. I've done the same thing. Okay. with. So I've broken those. And then one time. I was at a Dodger game when I was a little kid with my neighbor. It was, I think it was like his birthday because he had a bunch of friends or something with him. 
and they I don't know if they still do this I feel like I haven't seen something like this at a baseball game in a really long time but they used to blow up uh, beach balls and then like toss them in the audience and everybody mm-hmm. well one came straight at us and my next door neighbor went and grabbed to grab it and it was coming straight towards me and hit me straight in the face and I swear he broke my nose uh-huh. because I was swollen I had black eyes after that I mean but nothing bled or anything uh-huh. like that and I never went to a doctor but that that would be the the most of what I've broken in my life I've not. Um, but this one time, I've never broken a bone. I'm really grateful. I don't want to know what it's like. I love my all of my extremities. I don't need anything broken. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one time when I was a kid, um, our my friend next door, Kira, they had the best staircase to slide down. And we used to slide down it all the time. And uh, this one time we were like running. I was nine. No, I had to be younger than that because I lived at that house. I was probably eight. Um, we like ran from her room to the stairs and I like went and threw my leg over to slide down, but I went the, I kept going and I flew the other way and I fell from their top story to their bottom story, barely missed their glass entertainment center. And I for sure thought I broke both my wrists and my nose because I just like, you know how like when you're about to get a bloody nose and you feel that like iron feeling like, I don't know. I've never had a bloody nose my whole entire life. Well, you're very lucky. Um, and I just, like, remember going home to my parents and, like, blood. And, like, I couldn't move my wrist because I tried to, like, break my fall. And I was for sure everything was broken. But not one thing was broken. That's I, crazy. I, like, survived it. But it was – I remember That's that was crazy. scary. Okay. Favorite pizza topping. Oh, okay. I love uh, pepperoni, uh, black olive, and red onion with a white sauce. Oh, I do love a good white sauce. Mine would be – I'm a pineapple on pizza person. Oh, yeah. We've talked a lot about this. And, yeah. Like, so I love pineapple. pepperoni and pineapple or bacon and pineapple are like my okay. favorite. That's like my favorite topping on pizza. I don't uh, necessarily like dislike pineapple by any means. I don't I don't order it with pineapple. But like if we go somewhere and there's a pineapple pizza, I don't not eat it. But someone at my salon always orders a jalapeno and pineapple. Yum. Sweet and spicy. It is like, yes, it's that like the perfect amazing. mixture in your mouth. Have you ever peed your pants? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> well, first, at one point, I was a baby, so it happened oh, all the time. Sure. <laughs> I know that, life. <laughs> but I think that well, the older I get, like, I remember one time driving from the school, so 30 minutes, right, from uh-huh. there to my house, uh-huh. and I had to pee so bad like so and bad doesn't the sensation get 10 times worse the closer you get yes and I, we're talking i'm like six blocks from my house at this point and i'm driving as fast as i can as safe as i can uh-huh. and i'm rocking in the car uh-huh. and then all of a sudden it just started happening and i was oh. like well nothing i could do about it at this point <laughs> so you're like in your 30s <laughs> or 40s maybe <laughs> I don't know, but I I wouldn't say it was like, you know, decades ago, but I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. I I asked this question because recently it was the same. I like left the salon, should have just peed and I didn't, you know, and I didn't think it was a big deal, but then I got in the car and I was like, hmm, I should have peed. And then the closer I got to my house, I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can hold this. I don't think that I have the, the capability of like clenching to keep (laughs) in there and i was pulling into my garage and i'm like oh my god oh my god i like turn my car off i had to like this is recent like in in the last month (laughs) like slam the garage door open brad and vader are like what the hell and he he's like what's going on like hold on hold on hold on i'm like peeing 
I peed literally moments before I got to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I came out humiliated and I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta go change my pants. Give me a minute. <laughs> so I have I have an even better peeing my pants story actually now that I really think about it. But this was I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I was at Girl Scout camp. Oh, embarrassing. Okay. I was at Girl Scout camp and we're we're in the woods. Literally like it was just cots in the middle of the woods. Right. And mm-hmm. it's the middle of the night. And it's Southern California, so it's not like it's like tons of bears, but you never know what's out there, mm-hmm. right? And I remember I had to pee in the middle of the night, and I just kept thinking, there's nobody to go with me to the bathroom. So I just peed in my sleeping bag. <laughs> and I was the stinky kid the rest of the week. Oh my God, you had to sleep in the same sleeping bag for the rest of the week? Um, I have a similar story, but it's a <laughs> poop story. Oh! no we're not talking about poop but i was like i was like six you know you can't control it but i'll tell you because it's relevant to right now but i was in girl scouts and there was like a swimming day at alp Sorensen, which is this community pool in sparks and um i vaguely remember this but it's like one of those memories that kind of like haunt you you know like over life me peeing in my <laughs> you, like it, it just randomly pops I don't, I don't in your think mind. I've camped since. And I remember being in the pool and not really being supervised for whatever reason, but I got this tummy ache and I was like, oh my God, I got a tummy ache. And I go into the bathroom and I had gone to the bathroom like in my swimsuit and I was mortified. I never told anybody, so they never cleaned that dang pool. But now I bring Veda to swim lessons at that same pool. And when I walked in the first day, the smell, like every memory of that came back to me. And I like had to walk through that bathroom and I was like sweating bullets because I was like, oh my gosh, I never thought I would relive this moment, but. You know, I was six, and sometimes you can't, you know. Poop happens. (laughs) Poop happens. Poop happens. Okay. Least favorite beverage. Least favorite beverage. Give me just a second, because I know I have one. Oh. Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Either one. I hate whiskey. This is not the house to say that in, but Brad gave me a sip of his little smoked uh, mint. What was it? Uh, The... The old fashioned. Old fashioned. Ooh, I just smell it. But um like Mountain Dew. Really? Yeah. I just can't stomach it. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge soda person to begin with. But I would say if it was gonna be my least favorite beverage, anything diet, like diet soda, I, I think is agree. the worst. I don't like anything with that like I don't aspartame soda bad enough anyway yeah. that I would choose a diet but yeah it has a different taste yeah it's not i'm not a fan but alcohol if i went alcohol way the alcohol way i would say my least favorite beverage would be anything with gin i do not like gin oh really because i love a gin and tonic nope okay not me um well i'm gonna open my babe really quick nice that's one of my favorites (laughs) what's your favorite what's your favorite alcohol uh, I'm a tequila girl. Okay. So my favorite is tequila anything. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about this the other night here because we had a bunch of people here. And I was drinking whiskey. I was drinking Jack and Cokes, mm-hmm. which I, I do. I like. But I try not to, one, drink soda. And two, that's the only way you really can drink whiskey unless you're, like, doing a shot. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I can't have a whiskey and soda water. Mm-hmm. That's why I love tequila so much because tequila soda is my favorite like go-to drink mm-hmm. any place every anytime we're out i'm ordering a tequila yep. soda with yep. extra lime right 
So I would say tequila. I, at this point in my life, have very moved out of like the margarita phase. Anything with that extra sugar in it. I just, Same. I can't if do. I can avoid it. Um, yeah. And I don't really need it, you know. I haven't been able to do liquor since after I've had beta because in my mind, if I'm trying to drink liquor, like I'm trying to get messed up and, you know, now I have a baby. You but baby. Wine. Can't I be just, that, mom, that mom. Pinot Grigio or Rosé if it's like spring or summer or a Cabernet if it's winter. Those are my faves. Or champagne. I, oh, love, I love champagne. I do love champagne. But so much sugar. But I love champagne. I love champagne. In I love champagne forms. for breakfast. Yeah, exactly. For I, lunch. Dinner. Yeah, exactly. Celebrating. S- snacks. Um, you know, <laughs> not celebrating. I Whatever. Mean, Wednesdays. <laughs> um, is it my turn or your yeah, turn? Yeah, your turn. Um, what's something that you find extremely sexy about a man? <laughs> okay, accents. Okay. And <laughs> this is why. <laughs> like any man with an accent, like they're from London or they're from Spain or they're from New York. Like when men have accents, I am so attracted to that. Okay. So attracted. Even if they're from like Tennessee and they have like, this like a good Southern country, for, right? Southern yeah. twang. Right. Yeah. I love, I think that's so sexy. And we, I had to do a zoom call today uh-huh. with a guy who was in London. Okay. And Tom had to, by the time he got here, cause he took half the call from the car Tom. long story it was this whole Get mess up work. with time right well we said one time they scheduled it for a different time anyways the guy was in london and tom is after the first half he came into my office to finish it and then when we got off i was like holy smokes he's like that's why i came in here i knew you were gonna say this i'm like well, i was very good looking and then he's like has this london accent and he's like offering to bring me to london so we can get a pint oh. yes yes i would love that yes. bring me to yes. london please yes <laughs> cheerio so what about you um i like when a man takes charge and i don't mean like like tells me what to do you know what i mean like nothing like is like aggressive I know exactly what you mean but i love when they like plan a date or like they yep. order my drink before i even have to tell them or they they just know and take charge and like set the pace uh-huh. i just find that like hmm, i like that i agree so i'm very because i'm in the dating scene right i hate more than anything when i'm like trying to set up a first date with a guy and he's mm-hmm. like well what do you want to do where do you want to go where mm-hmm. do you want to eat don't leave those up to me yeah. you're the one planning the date yeah like you're the one who asked me out mm-hmm. i just tell me where i need to be yeah that, i like that. like that i want the second that you're just like what well where do you like to eat do you like this restaurant do you like don't give me all those options yeah that's not planning anything yes that's you taking like me exactly taking where charge. i want to go i don't want that yes. i've already been to olive garden 200 times right so I mean, if you, you tell me, surprise me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plan it. Do it yourself. I, yeah. Okay. What's the last thing you watched on TV? Oh, um, well, I didn't watch TV last night. Um, hold on. Sorry. What did I do yesterday? Oh, I watched uh, the Brooke Shields documentary and I had to turn it off. It's on Hulu because it was a little too much for me and like her life like she really? was she was exploited I need your hulu account so i can oh because oh, okay. we talked about this before yes yes i'll give it to you um it was just like too much because she was exploited sexually at such a young age and her mom was like her manager and it it was a lot now that i have a daughter um i couldn't really finish it but i would like to finish it because i'm curious but it was kind of something you need to digest 
Got it. What about you? I watched, so <laughs> I'm terrible at TV. Mm-hmm. And Chad says it all the time. He's like, you watch too much TV. Well, when I get home I love and brainless. I've already cooked, what was that? I love brainless TV. That I can just yeah. like veg. Yeah. But after I'm done with dinner and clean up and all of that, and it's like an hour before I'm going to go to bed, I'll throw on the TV for me and my mom to watch something. But every night when I go to bed, I have to have background noise. Mm-hmm. So I put on a movie and then put my timer on. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I usually never pay attention mm-hmm. to the movie. I just need. But I'm very particular at this point about mm-hmm. the movies that I do watch because there's only one one way I'm going to be able to fall asleep as if it's like calming voice. Mm-hmm. So I'm really mad at Netflix right now because I've been watching this movie called Molly's Game. I've probably seen it. It's Brad Knight's favorite movie. I, I freaking love that movie. I love Molly's Game, but that movie would put me to sleep every single okay. night. And I literally would watch it. And then when I saw that last time to watch it is on March 31st, I made sure I would watch it every oh, single night okay. because it's gone now. Uh-huh. It's not on Netflix anymore. It was It's that or Wolf of Wall Street. Two of Brad's favorites. Yeah. Yes. Love that because I love Leo DiCaprio. So, but I wasn't watching that last night because it's gone now. I was watching, <laughs> people are going to think I'm so dark. Uh, last night I was watching Batman Return, no, The Dark Knight with okay. Batman, the one with Heath, uh, Heath Ledger. Yes. Okay, where he's the Joker. One. That one puts me to sleep. Like, okay. like, because like, of the Batman, like his deep voice. Uh-huh. And then like, you got Morgan Freeman in there and you got the London guy. I can't fall asleep and... if it's like suspenseful or thrill like that. Like See, that, I'm either engaged. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I, Molly's game. What a great movie. I love Jessica Chastain. I love her too. Yes. God, she's done some amazing things. Yes. But that movie was so great. Yes. The way so she great. narrates the whole movie. And I was trying to tell everybody here, I'm like, you guys got to watch this movie. Like, it's so it's good. And everybody's our like, favorite. You Brad and I could probably watch it once a month if, you know, if we want to. We watch it on airplanes. I'm like, hey, look what's on here. You want to take one of my headphones? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Your turn. Um, Are you a good singer? <laughs> i i try i think you are thank you i try and the thing is is i sing all the time at home if i have the music on i'm always singing if i'm in the uh-huh. car i'm singing if i'm in the shower and the music's on i'm singing if i'm drunk enough at karaoke i'm gonna get up there and sing yeah but we were all here one night and there That's was what... someone here um who is a musician and everybody was trying to get him to kind of play some songs. And, and you he, threw a song out, right? Yeah, I threw a song. And I'm like, oh, how about She Talks to Angels by the Black Crows? Because hands down, probably one of my favorite songs of all time. The Black Crows in general, probably okay. one of top five bands of, for me. Uh-huh. All of their music, I think, is amazing. But he was just like, and he starts playing it on the guitar. And then someone started singing the, the words wrong and then so i cut in and started singing and, and you he, guys all stopped and he let you have it turned, he's like let's do this and turned and everybody was like what is happening right now and then literally was he was so here good. he was here for a wedding to perform at this wedding of uh, chad's niece's wedding and he was like singing a couple songs and i was the mc of the wedding so i was there like with the music have my headphones on blah 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 
and he's like come on let's do it and i'm like oh my god absolutely not there's 200 people and he's just like no come on we got this you're great and i got up there and i sang this song you did? I with didn't know him that. and nobody got a video of it like oh nobody gosh. got a video of it and i'm so mad because i was just like i just want to listen to it again For like sure. and you was i bad donald i was like i was like i was just i'm like was i really bad like, no was it, is something that i could pursue because like, here you were that night it like that's why i asked this because i had no clue but you know <laughs> and uh that night it was just like bone chilling that it was like oh my what i'm like tapping breath i'm like what's happening right now this is amazing <laughs> um no you yes yes i would i say. used to want to be in a band i like forever wanted to start a girl's band uh-huh. that was very similar to like that sublime vibe oh, okay right and with all girls yes and that like was kind of like what I was going to... No doubt. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of trying to go through that. My joke now is because Caden plays the guitar now. And then when I saw Gavin pick up the drum set, like the drumsticks when we were at Guitar Center the one day, and he's like... And I was just like... <gasps> we're moving to nashville we're gonna start a 90s cover band like <laughs> oh my god how cute would that be right. <laughs> i'd come t- exactly what about you i'm a terrible singer i wish i could be but like i can't carry a tune i wish i could um in like elementary school when you like try out for something like i tried so hard to like dig deep and find my voice and i don't have one um i'm tone deaf um what was I just going to say about that? Even so, like, today I was at the salon, and um, we were just listening to, like, country radio or whatever, and I'm, like, just kind of mumbling, singing to myself, and I realized I got just got all the wor- words wrong, yeah. and Sarah just looked at me and started laughing, and I was like, I'm freestyling, <laughs> because I can't remember words, I don't have a tune, I'm not good, I wish I could be, it's like a dream, if I could have a voice, would be, like, the coolest thing ever. And I don't sing in the shower because I suck. I sing in my car by myself, but like, and I think I'm good in my ears, but I truly know I'm not. I don't think I'm good at all. You are. And I, I don't think I'm good at all, but I've always, and everyone here now tries to pump me up about it. Like Chad has tried to get me to go up with bands and go sing You have this like adorable, like shy voice that i know if you had that confidence it would be good does that make sense there's only certain songs like i can't hit high notes like i, I sing the black crows a lot a uh-huh. lot a lot and when they hit the high notes i can't do it like i can't do it but i love like that like deep sultry kind of yeah like i love it okay where do you want where do you go when you want to be alone oh good question now because i have a baby um I don't get much alone time anymore but before i would just go for a drive by myself um like let's just say like life's heavy and you just need a moment i just get my car i'll come back when i'm ready but like i can just like listen to music sing by myself clear my thoughts um i would say the bathroom but now my daughter is on the move and i'm not gonna ever do that again nope. alone so um sometimes you just need a good drive no yeah. direction too. i do i love a good drive especially like i drive to bend all the time to go visit my dad and my favorite is when nobody's in the car with me mm-hmm. so it's just me driving mm-hmm. and it's like six and a half hour drive and i can like just jam out to music mm-hmm. and you know just stop where i want to stop and yep. i do it clears my head i feel like they I, i've said it before i don't think ever on this podcast but i tell everybody i'm like i feel like they made that highway for me because there's never anybody on it mm-hmm. and it takes me literally straight to my dad's house and i do like it clears me good yeah good is that your answer no i would say now is um <laughs> this is gonna sound like i'm a terrible person 
my favorite thing to do to go if I need alone time is I like to gamble. So I like to gamble and it's legal here in Nevada. I go to the casino. Like and even if it's buttons. just for an hour, you know, and yes, I do whether I win that I have a or lose a hundred dollars, whatever it looks like. Like I like to do that best when I'm by myself. Okay. I don't really like doing it with the people because mm-hmm. then I feel like you all have to kind of sit together mm-hmm. or like you and I did it after mm-hmm. that one night and we both did great. Like yeah, when we our separate ways, thing, yeah. but like when you go with a handful of people, like you feel like you have to like stay and no, I and like you to can do my zone own thing. out when you're at a machine. Exactly. I don't like, like people coming and talking to me like, I'm so clueless about men hitting on me, but guys will come and like sit next to me and be like, Hey, what's up? And I'm just be like, stop talking to yeah, me. Yeah. I'm trying to like fucking not, hit a jackpot. Yeah. And I don't want, I'm not here for you, buddy. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I freaking love gambling. Um, and it makes me sound like I'm a gambling alcoholic, but it was, uh, something that Brad and I could do in free time before. And now obviously we can't. And so it's like something that like I, I miss or yearn for, you know, because it's yeah. going to be a long time till we can go just like do something. So I know how that feeling of just like zoning out and chilling for a minute. Sometimes it's 20 bucks, sometimes a little more. But like I've never lost like a, a, anything crazy. Huge amount of money. Um, but that leads me to my next question. Okay. Um, have you ever won money? Have you ever won something? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. Uh, I... I actually win a lot, not necessarily at the casino, but like, I mean, I've, I've won plenty of times, big jackpots okay. at the casino. Well, what's I mean, a it's big, not, I think the most I won in the last couple of years, it was, uh, God, like 2,700 bucks. Something okay. Like that. Like, I feel like that's yeah, decent. Totally. Right? Anything's, but like, if I am at buying tickets for a raffle, somehow I win. Do you? If I'm, bu- if I put my name on an auction item. I'll win it. Uh-huh. Like I win at things like that. That's awesome. So, Keep yeah. doing that then. Right? Exactly. I have not been so lucky. I mean, gambling actually, um, I think that's the thrill of it is that you win and then you want to go back because you want to, you feel that high, like you, that you want to win again. Um, I think the most two different situations, um, one night Brad had a terrible, won't even get into it. Terrible time at at work. And, um, we went to a concert and then after we went to the casino and I, put $20 in and I hit the button one time and I won 1800 bucks, which to me, that was the first time I ever really won anything. And that was the coolest thing that, cause I didn't even know what happened, but yeah. it happened and it just like made our whole day brighter. But, um, another time we sat down at the Atlantis and I think I barely ordered a drink and I put in money and I won all these little spots and, um, it was like immediately I won like $1,200, but then I got like 50 free spins. So I ended up winning like 3,800 bucks and that's the most I've ever won. But, um, I shit my pants basically. <laughs> so I did do it twice actually. Twice you've done that now. But it was like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me because yeah. 3,800 bucks, like that's more than I walked in with, you know, and it happened in the literal first button I clicked, but that's how they keep you coming back. That's you exactly. Know, those casinos aren't built on winners. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, uh, what habits hold you back the most? What habits hold me back the most? Um, this is personal. <laughs> I know. Actually, let's skip that one. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. skip that one because that one got a little intense. <laughs> um, if you could learn any language in a week, what would it be? 
Oh, Spanish, because I just feel like in my business, I if I were bilingual, I could offer a lot more. Um, I love going to Mexico. I would feel more safe. Um, and I just feel like with our countries next to each other, it would be very beneficial. I'm the exact same answer. Okay. Mine's the exact same answer. Like I can get, I can get through conversations enough with where I grew up, always being in Spanish class my whole entire life. Uh, through junior high and high school I could get through a little bit of a conversation but like when they're like blah, blah, like mm-hmm. and I'm just like hold you gotta slow down yes. and explain yes. it so but yeah I feel like that's almost essential at this point that you I need do. to know Spanish. um I never I took Spanish in high school and I was in there for one semester and literally the first day of the semester that we sat down and the teacher started speaking speaking Spanish and I was just like so confused and so lost and I was like I can never figure this out so I dropped that class and so I never really have had that type of um teaching but they have those apps now that I would love I would love to learn mm-hmm. um especially like essential things like a, to carry a, a neutral conversation but I think it would be beneficial for sure I agree do you have a party trick a party trick yeah like something that was like everyone's like wow you're so cool I, I do not are you sure a party trick yeah can you do something that like is like you show off or no i mean i could sing, sing. clearly that is that was a party <laughs> trick, that was a actually. party trick yeah no there's no tricks up these sleeves nothing no nope. okay what about you um yeah i do the um i can open a beer with my finger like oh yeah shotgun you know with my fingers yep and my husband my brother all of them think it's like the coolest thing because they can't you know you just put pressure on it and you pop the beer can from the side and everyone usually loses their mind because not a lot of people can do it especially a female they think that it's my nails but it's really not it's just like i feel the right dimple in the can and and everyone loses it every time so i love it okay what do you impulse buy most often from the store um, like online or the grocery, like, like what kind of store, like online or on in person? Let's say in person impulse buy. Um, I probably buy 1000 too many bell peppers because <laughs> I think I'm going to eat them all. Cause I like bell peppers and they, I throw bell peppers out all the time, all the time. Yes. Yeah. What about you? Impulse buys for me are. I'm always like when they have like a a, a sale or like a, a display gets, of something, yeah. it gets me every time. So marketing uh-huh. that like when stores do marketing like that, brilliant because it works. Right. So that's always my impulse buys. Okay. Um. What's your last text message? <laughs> literally, it's work. So it, it it I literally just said thank you to one of the girls that we work with for something just like five minutes ago but it was for work it's always Mm. for work what about you well i just looked like is it a text i sent or a text i got i don't know i what just say the last text message because you said you sent oh the last text message that i sent was no worries (laughs) not even there yet so we good and that was to Tom <laughs> when he told me he couldn't make it for his haircut in time. Okay. <laughs> what chore do you despise doing? Laundry. I'm the same way. I hate laundry. So I can like put it in, switch it, but then sometimes it sits there for a minute. Also, I find extremely gratifying 
putting it on hangers and putting it away. But I just despise that like middle ground. Yeah. From when it comes out of the dryer to actually putting it away. Yeah. So same same exact. I hate laundry more than anything. Any other chore in the house. I hate laundry. But I hang dry half my clothes. Okay. And so they'll be hanging all in my bathroom. And I literally will just leave them there and like pull my pants down, put them straight on mm-hmm. and they'll be there forever. So I, that's the thing that is the hardest for me when it comes to the chores is actually putting it away. Okay. So yeah, Brad will, will agree with you that I'm terrible at putting it away, but like, I like to do all of my laundry and that might mean like a mound on my bed and then like putting that away is satisfying, but like a load at a time hate so like it kind of piles up for a second and then i put it all away yeah amber's mom taught me a secret because i had this conversation with her when she was here in town for amber's wedding Mm -hmm. and she's like a perfectionist like her closet is like the most beautiful you walk in like all the hangers are exactly an inch apart and they're all color coordinated and all of her shirts are color like it's beautiful right Mm -hmm. and she's like jennifer and she's like i just need to come in and because my you could barely walk in i have a huge closet right you could barely walk in it because i have an old suitcase sitting there that i haven't that i need to get rid of and do you not unpack when you get home i i don't sometimes my i'm a psycho no sometimes my suitcase will sit in the middle of my room for like two weeks before i finally i'm just like okay you have to do this my anxiety does not allow that but she told me that if you just do a load every single day it won't pile up on you and it's easier to do she's like you won't have a lot of things Mm -hmm. she's like it's easier for you to wash it dry it and put it away Mm -hmm. and i'm just like okay so i tried it and i did and it worked for about two weeks but Mm -hmm. then like you get busy so Mm -hmm. laundry yeah that's why mine piles up because i can't do it every day so like it just gets like bigger and bigger and bigger and then like come my day off then i do it all i put it all away i clear my laundry baskets but i hate laundry it's the worst um is it my turn yep i have a couple more good ones so we can't be done just i have so many more okay i feel like we're gonna have to do two podcasts about this yeah but we should still have a couple more today okay yeah um if you could live your life over knowing everything that you know right now would you nope me either no never some people i think would say yes but <clears throat> at the same time like i really would do not ever want to relive parts of my life uh-huh. um that I made me grow that. um and i'm just grateful that i grew from them exactly i literally just had this conversation with tom two days ago because he was saying like if you could do it over again would you do it different no because everything that i went through has prepared me for who i am today exactly so and i maybe not would have been that person had i known all these things yeah and i'm happy with the spot that i'm at exactly okay what is one food you would never give up my gosh this is intense because there's a i love food (laughs) um never give up uh one food i never give up um uh i'm sweating (laughs) um gosh this is so hard can you go first yep okay i'll never give up tacos like i don't care what kind of diet i'm on what i'm doing okay. tacos are my favorite thing so i could eat a taco every I single day i love tacos right yes. and so like even if i like and you can make them so many different ways exactly so exactly so even if like we're on some crazy diet where we're not doing tortillas i'll make them out of lettuce or whatever 
but tacos I, i'll never give up tacos you know mine's probably mashed potatoes um i'm an idaho girl i think i once said a joke to you like drop that like a hot potato and you're like who the hell says that but i'm from idaho <laughs> you know like we love potatoes um but even when i'm on a diet like i try to like convince myself that they're good carbs and i just love a good wholesome potato I in love, any form i love mashed i potatoes. like them frenched i like them fried i like them tatered i like all of them <laughs> i do love a good potato okay your turn okay oh my phone just went off hold on um uh, have you ever had the pee dream and then you wake up peeing mm -hmm. yes yes i have oh i have the best story about Please this do. and it really doesn't have anything to do with me because I mean, I, I totally, and then it's like, I catch myself and then go to the bathroom. Because you think you're on the toilet, right? Like exactly. you almost are dreaming that you're actually there and then you release. Exactly. Yes. But when David and I were dating, okay, we were dating, we had drove to LA for a wedding and he got hammered, like hammered. And me and David are sleeping on an air mattress in my mom's living room. Okay. And I wake up and I'm soaked and I'm like, what the hell happened? What the hell happened? And David looks at me. He's just like, don't tell my mom. And I'm like, don't tell my mom. What, what happened? <laughs> he fully peed. He fully peed. Was he messed up or was it the pee dream? I, I think it was a combination of everything, but oh, he yeah. was drunk. Right. And then I don't know what happened, but he peed all over me, uh -huh. all over me, uh -huh. all over the bed. Like we had to wash everything. But then when I was telling his best friend about it, he was just like, oh, David always does that. And I'm like, what? He's like, I remember one time he peed the bed and he peed Africa. Like they pulled the blanket off and it literally uh -huh. looked like Africa. David's. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. On the bed. <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah. So you've had clearly had the pee dream. I, yes. I mean, it is mortifying as soon as it starts happening. And I usually catch myself enough to like run to the bathroom where like you release and you're like, holy shit, I should not be doing this right now. And you yeah. run to the bathroom. Uh, so, yes, I have. Um, but since you said something about David, Brad. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. This is a great story, though. Um, it was right after we got married. So, you know, he's in, like, his late 30s. And we went to the Cole Swindell concert in Gardnerville. And we stayed at the Carson Valley Inn. And for whatever reason, I he passed out in, excuse me, one bed. And I slept in the other bed. Think. Jesus. <laughs> and he woke up in the morning and he just like looks at me and I was like, what is happening? And he's like, you need to call the front desk and tell them that our kids wet the bed because I wet the bed last night. I had a dream that I jumped off the boat to go pee, but I wasn't clearly on the boat. <laughs> And I never let him oh live it down. Gosh. So he's probably gonna be mad that I shared it with the world. But um, oh he, he's talked about it too. But so you know, we all have it sometimes you just like are so deep in sleep. And you think that you're like, going at a place where you can go to the bathroom, like the water or a toilet and it happens. <laughs> it totally happens. God, I have so many more. And we've already been doing this for an hour. Um, what was your first job? Ooh, I worked in a deli when I was 11. I started my whole working career when I was 11, and I've worked ever since. But there was a deli right next to my house in Washoe Valley, and um, I made great friends with the owner of the deli, who later became 
my last boss at one of my salons, but I loved it. I made sandwiches and um, we just, people would be going up to Tahoe for the Reno Tahoe Open and they'd like come get their sandwiches or whatever. But it was the, I loved it. It was the best job. Nice. You? Nice. So like paycheck jobs, because I technically have been working since I was like eight years old. I mean, I was always by that myself. That was under the table. Yes. Yeah. I was yes. always by myself. So I'd always be thinking of ways to make money. And I would bake cookies and sell them door to door in my neighborhood. Cute. Or I was not safe. Yeah. Or like by the time I was 10, I was the only girl in the whole neighborhood. So I had, I babysat all the kids. Uh And at one point I had, I had so many jobs that I had to like recruit, had this cool little babysitting club because the books were cool then. And it's like, I had a whole bunch of people like we managed it and all of that. But my first paying job with a paycheck. I was the hostess with the mostess at Marie Callender's. That's what they called me when I worked at Cattleman's. <laughs> Marie Callender's, though, they have the best recipes, so they good do. Job. Well, they're not around anymore, but yeah, that was good. They still have great recipes. Okay, your turn. Um, most embarrassing moment. A most embarrassing moment. Gosh, I've had so many because I'm so awkward. <laughs> me too. I. Most embarrassing moment. So mine was, there was one time that we were at my mom's house and she lived in a 55 and older community and they had pools and the kids, they were allowed to have kids during certain hours in the pools. So me and my kids would go over there and David was with us then and he didn't do much when it came to the kids. So he goes to change and it was time for us to get out of the pool. And this, this other couple had come and gotten into the pool and they weren't too old, probably right at the 55, marker 55. Yeah. Right. And they get in the pool and I'm trying to get my kids out of the pool. And Caden goes straight out of the pool and Gavin refuses to get out of the pool. Like literally had a meltdown and I had to get He's in the a pool. Fish. I get it. Yeah. He, I had to get into the pool to get him out and he's slipping out of my arms because he's all, you know, slippery cause he's wet. And this lady at that point I had gotten out of the pool cause I was so frustrated by myself doing this. This lady had the audacity to say something like this. Can you believe it? These are the kids that are going to run our country. And I was standing where she was in the pool and I was going to kick her in the face. Like mm-hmm. I was just, I just looked at her and I'm all shut your mouth, shut your mouth. You see me trying my hardest right now. Already humiliated. I'm as it is. already humiliated, mortified at what's happening. And she's just sitting there talking crap. I was so embarrassed by that moment. That's probably my most embarrassing moment in life. That, so that is though, because you're like so stressed about your kids and then somebody has to like add fuel to the fire. Exactly. Where you're just like, exactly. Mind your business. I'm you trying. Mind your, I'm trying. Yeah. Literally, you see me trying. Give me a break. Um, mine, like, I've probably had a million. And I'm probably going to have a million more because same. I'm awkward. Um, but core memory was, we, did you ever live here when we had Park Lane Mall? It's like by the movie theaters on I think I think they were tearing it down right about the time. Okay. Well, there used to just be a ton of shops. One was an antique shop in there. And um, my mom used to love going antiquing. And so I was just kind of perusing the shop by myself and looking at something. And I'm blind in one eye. So my peripheral vision isn't the best. But I saw something like I thought I knocked something over and it was starting to fall over. And I 
panicked because, you know, antiques and like, I'm not trying to, and it was like a nice, there's like glass and like nice things. And so like, I turn around and bear hug this thing that I thought was falling over. And it was this little Asian woman. (laughs) And she screamed so loud. And I thought I knocked over like a statue and I was just trying not to cause a scene. And I like tried to like get her back up to standing and I had to be 12. And she like just starts like trying to fight back from me and like push herself (laughs) off of me. And I was mortified. I just remember everybody in the store looked over. I was humiliated and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought I knocked you over (laughs) and I didn't. She was just bending over to look at a antique (laughs) nice job let's do like three more okay god i have so many we're gonna do this again we have to because i can keep yeah it's fun okay uh what if if you had to give someone a book that you've read what would it be oh i've read so many books that's so hard uh and it depends on the situation oh my goodness that is a hard one So has anybody ever asked you like your favorite song and you can't think of it yeah. in the moment? This like is that's, it. that's, this is where I'm at. This... I re- I'm a book reader and there's so many that have been so important to me, but it depends on the situation. Recently, um, it would be what your bones know. And it's about healing from, um, complex PTSD, which is like PTSD is one event. Complex PTSD is multiple events over the time in your life. And I am not even quite finished with it, but I have learned so much from it. It's by, um, uh, my gosh, her last name's Fu, F-O-O, but it, it is the most amazing book. Really? So it's called What Your Bones Know, because you keep trauma in your bones and you don't even know it. And um, that is what I would re- recommend to somebody who is dealing with um, complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Nice. What is yours? So I'm not a huge book reader, uh, but I've been given plenty of books. I, I'm not one to buy books at a store. And just recently I've gotten into buying books on like Amazon. I'll start to thumb through it, but there's one book that I, that uh, one of my really good friends, Lindsay, she let me borrow and I couldn't put it down. Like I couldn't put it down, but now I can't think of the, of the name of it was. And I gave that to someone else. And then I found it when my aunt died. I found it at her house and I took it again and I have it somewhere, but I could have actually given it, let someone borrow it too. But I would say the, the, the books I gave you, they're oh, the yes. Jenny McCarthy yes. one, right? Yeah. So I got that when I was in the hospital pregnant on bed rest. My girlfriend's brought it for me and I laughed so hard it, it was such a funny book and I gave it back to you. I bought it for people. For I read the first showers. half of that and it was great. And then I went into labor and then life started after exactly. that. But, um, Jenny McCarthy is amazing and it was a good book. Yeah. Um, the book that I was just talking about, um, what my bones know is by Stephanie Fu in case anybody's interested, but it is about complex PTSD. So surviving mm. it. There you go. Um, have you ever been arrested? Never. That's great. You? Yes. i hope nobody judges me on this but i was young and um dumb and in love and i was 
well, nothing can ever come back to me now because statute of limitations. But um, I was in love with a guy and I walked into a party and he walked out to a, out of a bedroom with a girl and he was zipping his pants up and I punched him in the face. And then I took off running because I was just so overwhelmed and he took off running after me. And my cousin kind of beelined him because he could see that he was going to chase me. And... Um, I shattered his cheekbone with his with my punch, and then my cousin dislocated his knee when he like sidelined him. And I immediately I went to my sister's house. Her and my brother in law had their first apartment. I was like, I don't know why I just like I was just a mess. Yeah. And then the next day, I had told my parents, and then the next day, um, the police showed up, and I went to jail for oh that domestic thing. But um, he never showed up to court so i was never charged with anything in fact he called my dad i hope he never listens to this but i don't think he would but um he called my dad and he was like um just give me twenty thousand dollars and i won't show up to court and my dad was like i'm sitting here with my lawyer right now and that's extortion so please show up to court yeah i dare you and he never did so i was never charged with anything it was just like emotions only time i've ever been never want to go i was crying my eyes they called me uh, this was like when Paris Hilton went to jail and they kept calling me Paris Hilton when I went to jail because I had these like big sunglasses and blonde hair and I was crying so hard in the jail cell because I like could not believe that I was in jail and this girl who was on the harder end of life she was like shut the hell up like I'm trying to get some sleep and I'm like how do you sleep in here <laughs> it was mortifying I hope to never ever go back I never want anybody to experience that do not use violence it was not the choice and i learned my lesson very good. quickly good i have so many good ones left i don't know where to go we're just gonna do a couple more what object do you lose the most object my keys same here <laughs> same here that's why i just told jack i'm like put your keys in the fridge if you need anything out of the fridge because you'll remember them yes um just one second. Let me just make sure I can pick my good ones. Um, your favorite concert you've ever been to? Best concert I ever went to was the... Uh, it was Carlos Santana and the Rolling Stones in San Diego. It was oh. the best show I've ever been to. Oh, and cool. I worked it. So I had this... I literally got the job. And I know, again, I've talked about this in the podcast before. But I got the job... Because I lived with this girl and her boyfriend in San Diego and they worked for this company and the Rolling Stones were coming and it was sold out. But this security company was going to be doing the event. So I applied for the job, got the job. I had to work a handful of stupid golf tournaments and a couple concerts and shows. But we got to that concert and they put me like up front, like up front. And I was around this whole group of people that were, I mean, they were, I was gosh, 19, eight, I was 19 at the time. And they had put me in this uh, and everybody's like in their forties or their fifties. Right. Mm -hmm. And the, I just partied with them the whole time. I did not do my job. Mick Jagger was singing right above me. It was pouring down rain. It was the best show ever. And oh, the cool. thing is, is this company got the job because they said that they would clean Qualcomm stadium up after the concert. Uh -huh. And when the lights came on and you saw the disaster, I looked at my roommate. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And she's like, I'm not doing this either. And we both went and we quit and we left. <laughs> I love and it. left. So I got, 
got paid to go to the best concert I've ever been to. I've been to uh, some great shows I in agree. my life, That's but that was the best that one because, like, in this house, this business you're in, like, there's a lot of fun opportunities and stuff. But sometimes it's that like authentic like situation, you know, that like makes it. I'll never forget better. it in my life. It was so. Like, you knew every song. Like, I knew every song by Santana. I knew every song by the Rolling Stones. Like, the crowd I was with, like, they were just so genuinely good mm-hmm. people. And I was partying with them. And, like, I didn't do my job at all. I was letting mm-hmm. anybody go through. Like, I didn't care. Because, yeah. like, what were they going to do? Fire me? For like, sure. I was already there. Nobody knew what was For happening. Sure. But what about you? Um, God, I've been to some amazing concerts and I really didn't start going to concerts until Brad and I got together and he was like, is such a music fan and started inviting me. And, um, I'd say the best concert I've been to, funny enough, is the same weekend he peed the bed. (laughs) We went to the Colson Dell concert in Gardnerville and we just happened to have front stage or like front row. And, um, we didn't know our seats were front row. We bought them off somebody and it was Brad's birthday gift, but we just had the, we just got married. We didn't have kids yet. We had the best day. We went one wheeled around Genoa. We went to the best dinner and then we went to the concert and we were front row and we knew every freaking song and Cole Swindell kept pointing at us and like high-fiving us and we were just in our vibe and we partied our faces off and we just were in love and like newly married and then he pissed the bed (laughs) (laughs) and then we went home we went to Carson we got breakfast like we had no worry in the world and um recently like that's probably the most favorite memory Brad and I have at a concert although we've been so blessed with other opportunities but that was one that just him and i went and did randomly together and that was so fun nice i i'm gonna do one more we'll do one more uh-huh. and then um we're gonna have to do this again we have to so we'll do, let's do this again next week because i literally have probably like 20 more questions okay so celebrity crush ben affleck i'm sorry he's a mess he might be an alcoholic but something about him when i freaking watch him like he he's in the movie the town and he's like this bostonian oh my god i fucking love ben affleck i've been saying the f word too much today i'm sorry <laughs> listeners okay. but ben affleck for me is like i love him and do you know who else is in that movie is um oh my god oh my god why is it not coming to me right now he got ran over Oh, the, Highway. the new guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that guy's name? Um, Not Wolverine. Oh, my gosh. Why can I not think of his name? I love it. Jeremy Renner. And he's in the town. And I loved him since that. And now he lives in our community. And he just had that horrible accident. But love probably both of them a little. A lot. A little, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you? Uh, I would say number one celebrity crush for me is Jason Momoa. Oh yeah, like, we've talked about him a lot. Oh my gosh, that is my dream man right He's there. Like and studly. everybody makes fun of me for it. Everybody makes fun of me for it. But I mean, I I feel like I have a handful of them. Uh, Keanu Reeves, really? So Keanu Reeves, I love on so many levels, and I've since I could remember just because of like all the movies that he's done. I've seen every single one of them probably. 
but now when you see him he's a good human he's a good human and it's mm-hmm. like i just watched this one where somebody was video uh, t- or videotaping oh my gosh recording him in the subway mm-hmm. and he was in new york and just nobody chilling. was nobody knew really who he was mm-hmm. and a woman came in he was sitting down in his seat and a woman came in and he, he stood offered up it. I and saw gave that. her the seat but just there's other things like i saw another video of him where he was someone hit his motorcycle with their car or something like that and he came in and it's like he drives these vintage motorcycles that are probably worth a ridiculous amount of money and he just came out and he's like it's it's cool like no big deal and then his motorcycle wouldn't start and everybody was trying to help him and Mm -hmm. he was just such like a genuinely good person and i love the fact that like he's with someone now he's been through the ringer and back with life i can Uh i can relate to him on that but like he was very private about the relationship he's in now and the critics always have to say something the media always has to say something because mm-hmm. she's older yep. and you know she like, doesn't fit the mold of like a, uh, actor's I wife love that like i love that he kept it a secret for not necessarily a secret but it's like he wasn't out in public mm-hmm. you know prancing around with his girlfriend all over town because mm-hmm. he doesn't involve he doesn't himself that. Yes. exactly and he's so he, like, i he's love good, he's very char- charitable um i just this week that's funny you say that read an article that he is still legally married to winona Ryder. really uh-huh and it, he just said um i never signed anything she says we're still married i would assume we're still married i've never signed a divorce decree or anything like that wow so because i think if i think it if i think right that he was engaged to a woman for a long time and then something terrible happened with her family, and then she got sick, and then she died. Oh, I did see that, and yeah. that even makes so it more was like of one like a big thing person. and another like, big thing, and it was just like in this, like oh, I just feel for him, and he's just so attractive. Like I'm so excited because me and the boys are going to go see the movie. I'm obsessed with the um that ser- the movie series that he does. What is that called? The the, the Matrix, the action, not the Matrix, the um John Wick. Mm. Oh, okay so good i'm obsessed with it and the new ones in the movie theater right now so me and the boys mm-hmm. trying to figure out when we can go see that one but i love i love him i think he's a great actor i think he's a superhuman being so can we have one last one well one last one okay and we're gonna edit deep okay what was your closest close call girl my whole life <laughs> that's there's way too many i can't say you can't cl- okay i can't say wait too let's many. do one more then okay um what are three things in your nightstand I don't have a nightstand, but I have like a table that's right there and I have my chargers are all plugged into it and then I have a nail kit. So like, I don't know why it's like my little trim at night Mm -hmm. and then I have a journal. So I have this little cute little journal because I've recently started journaling and I try and do that at night before I go to bed. Way so to there's keep a little it clean, time. Jen. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna even tell my dear. When you ask what's under your bed, <laughs> not going there. Not <laughs> going. Started it, and this is how we'll end this it. This is how we'll uh, we'll end it. What about you? Um, earplugs. My husband snores so loud, but now I can I can only wear one because I have a baby. Um, my eyeglasses because I you know like have a million and I read at night and um did i have in there um my gun there but you it's go. i'm actually just got a gun safe so it's gonna move because now my daughter's on the move but 
Nice. Don't mess with me in the middle of the night. There you go. This is fun. This was. I want to do it again because okay. I still have a plethora me of questions. Me too. And so it's fun. I'm going to keep adding to that list and we'll do it like a part two next week. Okay, cool. Well, we want to say thank you guys for listening today. We hope you enjoyed getting to know us a little bit more. This is way longer than we thought it was going to go. And we still have a whole bunch of questions that we fun. need answered. And if you guys have questions, I'm going to post it on our Instagram. Um, ask us questions that, you know, rapid fire questions that you want to know about. Perfect. All right. We want to give a shout out to This Life Ain't For Everybody. Thanks for believing us, working for us, doing our podcast. Allie Beck, you're doing an amazing job. You're killing Thank it you. out there, girl. We love you. And we will talk to you next week. Bye.